Jim, we're live. Happy Tuesday. Tuesday edition. College football is over, but not us. We're here. We're working. What a lovely greeting. That, that was really nice. I thought about it in the car on the way over here. Did you practice him? <laughs> I did. Good. I practiced in front of the mirror. Very good. I am somebody. Yeah. No, you, you're like a real host. Yeah. Cool stuff. Yeah. I want to be like, like Joe Simpson. Right? We have so much to Jerome Jorinovich. Oh. I'm trying to get. I want to be next level. I want to get I there. Mean, man. If you could reach Jerome's level, yeah, he's got a good gig. He's got the best gig in town. He does baseball, how, basketball. How about how about Sports South? The people that they put on the air. I mean, what is wrong with them? <laughs> Seriously, I mean, you put on the weirdest people. Nobody relates to them. <laughs> From Joe Simpson, and you know, doesn't it ever occur to you that these guys are not even with us, among us? You, you know, know what? In terms of reality, that is the best description that I've heard of their ensemble. Is that they don't relate to anybody? That's exactly it. There's, no, I don't have anything. I think me and Frank Cor could probably have a beer. Dominique, I could probably talk to. I know I could talk. To yeah, Dominique. of course. But the rest of those guys, I mean, you're right. And there's nothing wrong about. Actually, no, I did. Uh, I, did, I told you I'd worked with Chip Carey the one time, the mm-hmm. Miami game. He was awesome. The thing that surpri- I will say surprised me about him is how smart he is, mm-hmm. like off the baseball world. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, sometimes you're just around people, you're like, mm-hmm. they're smarter than I am. Kind of right. like I am when I'm working right. with you. Right. See, you know, and the other thing is with people like with Chip, you know, they have nobody mentoring or tutoring or or. You, somebody's working with Paul Berg, okay? Somebody's working. He's fine-tuning those goofy little things that he does. He drives me freaking bananas. Me too. He drives me like, nuts. It's like so did Tom Hart when he was doing it. Oh, yeah. You know, going with it. So cute in the stand. Come on, stupid. <laughs> yeah. And now Paul Berg's like taking it to another level. And nobody there to say, good idea. It was great. Let's try it this way. And, and please, you know, Take a uh, Xanax or some <laughs> shit before you get on the air. Will you calm down? He's very excited. He's very excited. I mean, yeah. he wants to sell his stuff. Happy birthday, Dominique! By the way, sixty years old this week. Oh, That's cool. hard to believe, yeah. man. Yeah. That's hard. He looks great. We saw him at the game the other night. He does. He does. Uh, too bad we don't know what he can do on the air. I hope you look that good when you're sixty. I'm, you know, I'm working on it. I, I just made myself a smoothie today. Yeah. Every time I see you, you're drinking out of a straw. Mm. Wow. You're eating out of a straw. I I, I'm not a sipper. That's the one thing. But it's the only way you can do it with the smoothie. With a smoothie. Yeah. yeah. I would. You know. I've, I've tried with a long spoon. Yeah. You know, like an iced teaspoon. Yeah. But. That looks worse than the straw. I was picking up some to-go food a couple weeks ago from this Mexican restaurant. They do a good job. Los Bravos over in uh, Brookhaven. And I'm at the bar picking up the food. And this guy comes and sits next to me at the bar. He orders a Corona, mm-hmm. right? Asks for the lime. Gets a straw. Pushes the... I'm just sitting at the bar waiting. I'm mm-hmm. about to go. Pushes the lime down into the container mm-hmm. and keeps the straw in there and drinks the Corona out of a star. I went and sat at the other end of the bar and waited for my tacos. 
you should have taken a plate or whatever <laughs> and hit him over the head. Say, stupid. What is wrong with you? It was very strange. People were looking at us like we were an item, right? So I had to go on the other side. It was, it was, I think get my tacos and get out of here. Hey, man, how about the game last night? <clears throat> that was one for the ages, man. That was, was, that was, that was like... That was beautiful. Yeah, that was that something was a cool. beautiful football game. You know, for them just to put the exclamation point on this year, you couldn't do it any better. They go on what? They were down 17-7. They go on what? A 38-8 run yeah. in the game. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was absolutely Joe Burrow authenticated everything that he's all about because I've always doubted. For whatever reason, what do you think? Because he just doesn't look the part. Well, I think he said, you know, uh, dildo. (laughs) (laughs) He's different, man. He's not what you would expect him to be. You would, you would, you know, want him to just tone that down a little bit. You know, that attitudinal stuff, and you know, he seems like a good guy, uh, but just you know, just tone that down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason I ask because it's just. Hey, but you know what? Cincinnati needs something like that. They need something, some kind of spark. They're going to take him, no question. I mean, he could have thrown for 600 yards if he wanted to last night. I've never seen a guy throw deep as accurately as him. The first play of the game, the one where mm-hmm. they called, um, uh, not the, the one that they called back as the illegal man downfield, mm-hmm. where he was running around doing all these pirouettes, right. his Houdini right. act, right. and then just flings it right. 50 yards in a basket. Yeah. They called it back, but I was like, holy yeah. smokes. No, he really is unbelievable. And I'm a Trevor Lawrence fan. I, I think he's I know you are. That poster was looks great up there, by the way. He was totally um, taken aback. I Sunshine. Mean, he, yeah, no, he, he was quivering sphincter. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. That, that, that was amazing. Yeah, I thought from watching the game, the one thing I noticed is that they let the guys play in the secondary. I I. Good point. Yeah, and, and Clemson got beat up. They got hit hard. There was a couple really hard hits on Higgins, yeah. and they were just never the same, man. Right. I think they really got hit in the mouth early on, and they couldn't respond, which is very unusual for a Clemson team. But I think physically, like they were hurt. I, mm-hmm. I don't think they could physically. And then the targeting play in the linebacker. Yeah, that was the heart and soul of their defense. Right. I thought that was bullshit. It's I hate that rule. I hate. Yeah, that. I mean it's so uh, subjective. Right. You know, you don't know. It's not clear cut. Right. I don't think it was malicious in nature. I mean, it's how he's anyway. You know, even well, you know, when you a game like that, you're trying to hurt people. Not not hurt them, but you you're trying to impact every contact that you have. With you're trying to yeah, no doubt. Every, you know, it's like you know. Softening up a piece of meat. Very similar. Boom. Scallopini, baby. Boom. Scallopini. Boom. Boom. And your know, fourth quarter. Tenderizer. You've got some crazy scallopini. Yeah, man. They. Uh, I was very surprised. I thought Clemson would give them a game, especially the way they started. And they were running the football. But once LSU, once they made those adjustments, whatever it was, um, it was just a completely different story. You know, that really is like kind of like, I'm going to say once in a lifetime but kind of like a once in a lifetime type of team coming together like that. They're the best team in the country, right. without a doubt. Yeah, no doubt. They have been all year. Yeah, yeah, have been all year. It was a de facto home game for them. Mm-hmm. Those people down there were nuts. It was eighty percent LSU fans mm-hmm. in that building. Uh, you know, Ogeron, how awesome is he? Mm-hmm. Being from Louisiana, just the whole thing. Right. No, it was I, perfect. Yeah. It was, you. What? I, I may even make a movie. <laughs> Say, hey, coach. Action! Hey, oh, 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 oh. 
I uh, the only thing I didn't like. I'm, I hate to see Clemson lose like that. Clemson is such a great story. But they're going to be bad. Dab, I know. Yeah, that's the thing. is such a great story. Now you got know? the story. I just, I, just, I just hated that they were the fall guy. Oh, uh, but that's part of it. If, if Lawrence, when he comes back next year and everything, if they win one, uh, you know, that's two out of three. Yeah. And, and, I don't know. It'll be a and they're, they're favorites, by the well, way. All I'm saying is I, I'm, I'm just sorry that it was Clemson who right. who took that loss. Like it would have been much better Ohio State or something. Uh, you know what I'm that saying? That would have been a dream come true. You know? Um, and, and if Urban was still there, it double. <laughs> Double credit. A couple things. The game took entirely too long. I mean, all the TV and all the commercials and the halftime and everything. Well, halftime went on for three days. Who's still there? By the way, that was pretty cool, bringing all those guys out. And you could see on their faces, they were kind of like, holy cow, we're part of something pretty cool here. Right, right, right. It was great, uh, the president getting that ovation. Yeah. You don't hear anything today on Twitter about, boy, they booed the president. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. That was pretty cool, though. Um, what else was I going to say? There's so many cool little things about the game last night. You know, one thing I took out of the first half, they were talking, or in the second half, uh, Herb Street was talking about the grad transfer process, and mm-hmm. George's got Jamie Newman mm-hmm. coming here, and about how that translates to academics. And I thought it was a fascinating point, and a lot of people. Most people don't understand this. When you're a graduate transfer, you take your classes online, right? Mm -hmm. So these guys are taking their classes at their leisure online. Their job is football. Right. Their job, like when Jamie right. Newman comes to Georgia, he, you know, most of these other guys are trying to get work, you know, class, all this. He goes into the football facility. He's there as much as he wants all day, right. studying film, right. working out, right. you know, yeah, drinking smoothies like Mister Bach. Exactly. No, that's the, you know, that's exactly. It's a full time job. It's a full time job. Some guys maybe will take uh, uh, courses toward a master's. You know, many of them have already graduated. Right. I don't know if Jamie has, but. Um, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a great deal. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's good. So Jamie Newman, he'll be ready to go next year. A lot of people are saying that he's going to be better than Fromm. That this is going to work out better well, in the long he, run. He's, yeah, but that's still you know Fromm. We know what Fromm is. Fromm is going to be there day after day after day. He's going to he's just you know there's a little more upside to Jamie I think in terms of excitement in terms of making a play when the play is not there where Jake may not be able to do that. I heard that Carolina. Likes him. I heard that that's what that's the feedback he got. The Carolina's looking, yeah, it, in the second round, taking yeah. him at the beginning of the second round. So at that point, it's not about money; it's about opportunity, right? Because we were saying, well, you know, if Tua goes, if if he goes to Carolina in the second round, he's going to have a chance to compete. He's going to have oh, a chance to oh, play because they're going to get rid of Cam. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's what it was for him, and that'd be a good spot for him, close yeah, to home. Be. Yeah. Be nice, you know, talk to your friends. <laughs> Close to home. By the way, I see you got your newspaper today. You're the second person I've seen reading a newspaper today. Bless his heart. There was this old guy. He was like 95 years old. I was waiting, you know, doing wow, waiting to go up in a lobby, and he was sitting there. And he said, "Look, this is how we stay in touch." <laughs> Oh man! By the way, I've been fighting. Braves got a new ballpark stadium, Truist Park. 
right? I've been, which is an awful name. We can all agree on that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I've been fighting with this guy on Twitter all day. He called, I said, you know, Truist Park is a horrible name and that it should be called just simply the TP. Not on the side of the building, right, but right, you should right. refer to it right. as fans because it rolls off the tongue a little right. easier than Truist Park as the TP. Right. Right. We're the Braves TP. He says, that's the most racist thing I've ever heard. How is that racist? I mean, I'll be serious. Like, how is that racist if you look at it? Well, the guy that would say that to you is a racist himself. He's looking for something to be upset about. Yeah, racist. Exactly. That's that's what seems to be going on today. But anyway, I just, I was like, okay. I could get it if we were going to call it the reservation. That's a little bit different than the teepee, right? I kind of like the reservation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you see your brain, your brain started wandering there. You're like, wait, come on, let's go over the reservation, catch the bravos. Yeah, uh, you know, let's let's go over the TP. TP's nice. TP's nice, but that's for kids. You that's know why I like it. You know, the mascot in me likes stuff oh, like that. Well, I like stuff like that. You know, that. the upside for you is a mascot. It's tremendous with the TP. Thank you. You come out dressed like a teepee. Right. I'd probably get whacked by some wacko thinking I'm a really big racist. You'd be like the Stanford tree. (laughs) Just come out like a teepee. By the way, what a ridiculous mascot that is. I mean, come on. Really, it's a tree. <laughs> they don't have points deducted. And it's supposed to be. It is one of the most renowned schools in the world right. for higher education. Right. And they choose a tree as a mascot. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what you get. You get um, you know, uh, people that just go, you know, they just very high IQ. Right. Too smart for their own good. Kind of like Andy Jordan. Exactly. Sometimes you'd be hanging out with Andy. Just don't relate. And he's just doing, like, geometry angles and stuff in his brain. Yeah. So no TP. No. No. We got to think of something else. But truest, truest park. Yes. It's terrible. It's horrible. It's terrible. It's horrible. It's a horrible name for a bank. I was just going to say that. (laughs) Why would you call your bank truest? It doesn't roll off the tongue. It's no, not natural. No, 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 no. Selling that <clears throat> is going to be SunTrust has got a little bit of uh, everything going on. A little bit, because it used to be Trust Company, right? And then what was the other one? Bank of the Sun. They were great, weren't they? Bank of the Sun. <laughs> I don't freaking know. Just making stuff up. <clears throat> Speaking of which, how about the Astros, man? Number one, number two pick for the next two years, gone. They suspend the manager, the general manager, for a year. They have since been fired by ownership, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is all for a cheating scandal that took place, I guess, 2017? I don't even know what went on with it. I hear baseball and cheating, and I just... Whatever. I mean, it just kind of goes with the sport, like, doesn't it's, it? It's like baseball and gamesmanship. I mean... You know, who cares? I mean, that's what baseball is all about. You know, the hidden ball trick, for crying out loud. Everything goes. Hey, who doesn't love a good hidden ball trick? When it works? Oh, man. That guy, he's just, you kidding me? What is this? Put the ball in your glove. (coughs) Maybe you put it under your arm as you walk to first base to uh, tag the game. Oh, there's so many. I would be really good at that. Oh, I know. I would come up with all kinds of creative ways to make them think that the pitcher had the baseball. You'd be walking over there with, like, one of your funky little water bottles, you know? I could use props. Props. You do, you know. 
Oh, he had so much going on, Skipper. I didn't know where the Next ball. thing you know, guess where you are? You're out. You were freaking out because I got a ball behind mm-hmm. here, buddy. Mm-hmm. I would even go up and say, hey, what's that behind your ear? Oh, it's the ball. You're out, buddy. Then I'd be on Sports Center. Oh, that's what I really want. Great you know, <laughs> that's what I really want. Who's, who's, who's the baseball guy with the magic? Who's doing the magic stuff? Magic baseball. I, you've lost me on that one. It's like Bob Weiss was ma- magic basketball. Right, 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 right. With the yo-yos and everything. We, you know, we hired him to be our head coach. Right. And this guy comes in like with a deck of cards. <laughs> He's still coaching. He's on the Portland. I, I know. Yeah, Portland know. or Denver, somewhere out west. I know. That's freaking hilarious. Oh man! So they get hammered, and so Cora, Alex Cora, uh, of course, manager for the Red mm-hmm. Sox. He's supposed to be the guy who started all this. Right. He hasn't been suspended yet. So oh, is this going back to seventeen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the year the Dodgers so won the World Series. So they're it now? It's been in. They've been trying to figure out. I, I guess the proof just came out this past year, and now they're finally coming down with the with the kibosh. But the, uh, the the big thing now that everybody's causing a stink about is you've got the Dodgers, you've got all these teams that they beat and had this magical year. You've got MVPs, you've got all these awards that they won. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the people that they beat, Major League Baseball has issued every team a, a letter and they had, I guess, a conference call or whatever and said, you cannot talk about this. If you talk about this, we will freaking fine you because it's bad for business, whatever. Mm-hmm, and these teams are, and I get it, mm-hmm. right? You can't have the Dodgers being like, well, we should get the World Series then, right? Because right? then you just open right. up Pandora's box. But for Major League Baseball to openly get ahead of this and kind of make everybody keep their mouths quiet, it just looks bad. Yeah, it, I, I guess it is bad. You know, it's kind of like, it's like Pete Rose will never be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, never. That's the one cardinal sin. Never. Faye Benson will be up there, wait, or he'll be down there waiting for him. Because Pete's going. Pete's going down. You think? I think so. I like Pete. Pete was pretty good. He was always a, <clears throat> he was always great to me. He, uh, I have on good accounts from somebody that he would always try to have threesomes with if you had a if you had an attractive date if you had a nice looking date at the time he'd be out on the town with a, hey come on me and you let's you know whatever that's what he was known for I've heard this from multiple different people that's a hell of a sales pitch <laughs> he always, <laughs> he said, wait a second you want me to do what now Pete he, he always was good in the clutch <laughs> jeez <clears throat> Oh man! But yeah, they got hammer, man. That's uh, I don't know what the aftermath is going to be. I guess the next domino to fall will be uh, what they do with Cora. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then if that's the well, case, they, you know, they've got to hit him really hard. hard so now you're talking about two of the top managers in Major League Baseball, in particular the American League, out of work. Think about the Astros are probably the favorite to win the World Series. Now. Well, maybe not with Garrett Cole gone, but they're going to be one of the top teams in baseball, no doubt. <clears throat> they don't have a GM or a, a manager. I may call like an offer, come down here and uh, produce our show. Don't let Sean hear. Right. He's good with cameras. We know that. Oh. <laughs> He's good with the cameras. So I guess we're never going to hear anything on Donaldson. 
I mean, pitchers and catchers. What is going on? Pitchers and catchers report. I guess he's just sticking to a number. He wants his 110. And I think the story I heard is that he wants his 110, and the highest offer in hand that he's got is 89 for four, really? which I find hard to believe. I would think if if, if they're 22 his, million I thought, apart. I thought his thing was five years. No, no, four. So, yeah. Yeah. so the Braves have openly said they're willing to go four. So now it's about the money. It's it's about the money. And now you've got other teams that are filling, you know, needs. The you, Rangers You know just, what? It's a tough call as a general manager. It's tough. I mean, you your know, ass is on the line, man. You, you know, it's either yay, let's go four years and, and that number or not. And he knows it. That's why we haven't – that's why we don't have Donaldson yet. Right, just kind of hoping that other. Th- you know what the other speculation is? Is that they're waiting to see? You know, uh, Chris Bryant has got uh, his arbitration or some kind I'm of. Not Chris I'm Bryant. not either. I don't want nothing to do with him. Plus, yeah. you got to give up prospects to get yeah, him. I'd rather pay the money. Know. But I think th- there's speculation that they're waiting on there to be a resolution because he was a super two. Remember when mm-hmm. Tommy Hansen did this? Mm-hmm. Like you have to wait till a certain date, and mm-hmm. if you bring him up after that certain date, then they don't lose a year of eligibility. Right, right, right. Well, he was one of those guys. But who he, was Donald Chris Hansen? Bryant? Chris. Right. So they were just <clears throat> he was killing it in AAA. Killing it right. Indianapolis, just killing it. And they wouldn't bring him up. They wouldn't bring him up. And then sure enough, June first they bring him up. And I so remember. yeah, so now his his camp is there's freaking like getting into litigation with the Cubs being like, No, we want out of our contract after this year. You you don't own us for two more years. This right. is bull crap. And um, that was you know, that that's the type of uh, uh, challenge that they need to change that. That that's definitely because that really is definitely in, in the in the hands of the clubs. Yeah, that needs to change. And the other thing that needs to change is the whole last year when you had Dallas Keuchel and uh, Kimbrel, where mm-hmm. they couldn't sign till a certain date. Right. If you signed them before that date, you lost your first round pick. Right. But like, who the hell is going to do that? Right. Right. So those guys just sit there; they don't get paid. Yeah. But <clears throat> um, but yeah, with uh, what were we talking about, Donaldson? Yeah. Um, I don't remember what we were talking about Donaldson. There's something else about the Braves. But anyway, yeah, 70, uh, 70 days till pitchers and catchers, I think they said. No, 30. 30 days till pitchers no, and I catchers. No, I don't think. I yeah. Don't think. I think middle of February, right? Pitchers and catchers. Middle of February and everybody reports that. That's a month February. from now, right, Bo? Oh, you're right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're right. There we go. Pitchers and catchers. You know, you know what's – here's my calendar right here. <laughs> this is only 30 days. How about uh, Lamar Billy, Jackson this Billy, week? Billy, my man. nephew, had uh, elbow surgery about a month ago. Ooh, not Tommy John, though, did he? No. Atlanta Braves, February 18th. Pitchers and catchers. Pitchers and catchers. So that's like 35 days from now? Mm-hmm. Something like that? It seems like we're missing an issue. Um, <clears throat> something I wanted to talk about. I have so much I want to talk about. Oh, go ahead. So many things. Um, uh, Do you see Tiger Woods is on the on the practice tee at the junior tournament with his kid? We are talking to Sean about it earlier. Sean, our I heard about it. steam producer here, um, former professional college golfer at Oglethorpe. Are you going to try to walk on? It, Maybe. Just do it. I know. He's at Kennesaw State now. We're pulling for him. Anyway, 
uh, Tiger Woods was at a junior tournament uh, this weekend. This guy's just a regular, I guess his son, six years old, was playing in a junior tournament, and he pulls up, and it's freaking Tiger on the practice range with Charlie Woods, his son. And I guess he just shot a little little bootleg video, and it's gone viral. This kid, man, and Charlie can tell you, it's the most perfect swing you've ever seen. Really? Yeah, and Tiger's just sitting there like freaking Darth Vader, just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. <clears throat> yeah. Black Kid will be in great shape because Tiger won't be like Earl. Won't be clamped on him. You and, know? and think about you know what he obviously everything that he's been through, and to be able to navigate that for somebody who's coming up in those ranks and you know steer. It's amazing the way Tigers had this transformation. It's, it's very appealing. It's going to be if not if it's not already is one of the greatest sports stories ever. Definitely of my generation. I think it's just it's interesting. It's compelling, especially if he comes back and beats Jack's record. Well, if you did it right, imagine the movie. Oh yeah, can you imagine? Yeah, we'll have to either get Morgan Freeman or uh, you know who's the other one? Denzel. Those are the only two, you know. So, who's going to play L? Oh, Michelle Fiverr? No, no, she's getting she's a little long in the tooth. A little long in the tooth. Good, uh, good. Same genre. Yeah, same genre. Different generation. Uh, yeah, if you could get her like my Scarface Michelle Pfeiffer, mm-hmm. that would be perfect. Like, how about a, a Scarlett Johansson? But that's too too big. Too oh big. yeah, she's a freaking wolf. No, she's like a, what? Are, what are they called? She's a Mar- she's a uh, Marvel. Yeah, she's yeah. A Marvel. Guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should go. You think so? Yeah. Look. We'll what about the Friday. NFL games? You didn't even talk about the NFL games, you knucklehead. That's maybe that's what I was thinking about. I would think that that would have something to do with. It. How about Tony Romo? ESPN's offering him like fifteen freaking million dollars a year to jump on board with them. That's how bad they know their Monday Night Football sucks. No kidding. Yeah, fifteen million a year. You know what? You he's got to have a. He's got to have the right play-by-play guy. Hats off to Tony, because he came in there and there was no faking around, no <laughs> embellishment. No, he's just talking. Right. You know, it's like just like off the top of his head. It's just really refreshing. Yeah. As opposed to someone dressing up there. Yeah, but I think a lot of those athletes, some of them, some of them kind of get uh, get forced into those roles, right? It's yeah. not like something they really want to do. And they <clears throat> you get some guys that are just naturals. At it. I think Troy Aikman's really good. Except the drones on and on. It's like he's like. Well, he's uh, working with freaking Bach. Huh? He's working with Bach. Oh, I know. It's like. How has he not just knocked him out by now? Maybe he has. I mean, they're good, bro. But I just I couldn't imagine hanging out with freaking Joe Bach. Um, how about no, the? But that <clears throat> duo, you know, when I'm watching it, dude, that duo doesn't excite me. Takes a little away from the big game to me. So who do you like better, Al Michaels and Collinsworth? I know, not right? at all. Who do you like not better? At all. Not at all. I like Troy Aikman and Buck. How about the guys that we get the, when the Falcons play and they're like you know two and seven in the you know back nine of the season and we get like the Dick Stocktons of the world. And welcome to Charlotte, North Carolina. I don't mind Dick Stockton. Huh? There's no him. idea what's going on. He doesn't have to. Who's he reads a newspaper. Who's the he gets his stats from a newspaper. Hello. <laughs> Tigers tussle in Big Easy. Hello. This is this is the wrap-up. It, it, uh, it, like they closed the paper three hours before the game started. <clears throat> well, they had to. They had deadlines. Come on, Bo. You know what world we're living in. 
But, uh, yeah, man, I was so surprised about Tennessee. I mean, I knew they were good, but they've won, what, nine out of their last ten? They're tough. They're a rugged team. They're going to have their hands full this week. Kansas City. Yeah. Kansas City looks like a lock. I would think so, but you thought, yeah, I guess. Well, how about them getting down 24 nothing and not even blinking? What do you think happens to your boy Bill O'Brien? I think that's it for Billy. It's got to be, right? I think that's it for Billy. And I think the irony is they're going to go after that uh, offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, the guy who ultimately cost him his job. Yeah. Which would be great because they've got all the weapons on offense in the world, man. DeAndre Hopkins, they need a running back. Um, But they've got great weapons on offense, great playmakers, great quarterback. Yeah. you know, I missed that game. I, I missed. It. I looked at the score, and it was like 31-24. I was like, okay, Chiefs are up by touchdown. Mm-hmm. I had no idea right. the, the story right. of how they got there. Yeah. No, it, it, it will be a great weekend. Well, we got uh, Packers at 49ers. Listen, I like the Packers. I can't believe there's seven-and-a-half-point underdogs. I like Green Bay. See, I love the 49ers. I like them both, but I think I like I like Green Bay to keep it close. To get seven-and-a-half? Yeah, man. Their defense is for real. I mean, to completely shut down Seattle like that. They get after the quarterback. Um, you know, Rodgers is going to keep you in the game. I don't understand that seven and a half at all. And, you know, it's really uh, strange that the Packers lost some high-profile guys off that defense. 